0: I wanted to do a little bit of an encore on the uh, Friends and Family uh, series that we've been doing. An encore because you've told me how brilliant it's been, so I thought you'd want a little bit more, you see, because that's what they do when you go and see a band, it's like, more, more, yeah. I'm losing it already, it's not even started well. I wanted to do a brief thing simply because of what I said, this period that we enter into, summertime, the church gathered becomes the church scattered you know some get to go away uh, be it on holiday be it on mission as uh, some folks are doing uh, Jim and Dean and Nimick I don't th- see them but uh, if you know who they are just speak to them about what they're doing the summer it's incredible um, our young people currently are at Summer Madness down in Glenarm uh, together with uh, a group from Bally Um, Youth for Christ there with 53 uh, people which is the most we've ever had which is brilliant pray for the leaders Uh, pray for Elaine Fugard and uh, Diane Wade who are catering for 53 people Um, that's just incredible I know some of you go to New Wine Island and other events like that it's just a great time to kind of recharge our batteries but to go and we kind of come and go as well Many visit friends and families, and many also just stay put, and you're here uh, week in, week out. Church activity declines, and our connectiveness kind of goes with that as well. And I wanted to uh, just read these scriptures to you and then just unpack it uh, slightly this morning. It's from 1 Peter 4, and uh, he writes this Above all, love each other deeply because love covers over a multitude of sins. Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful servants of God's grace in its various forms. The context in which this is written, uh, Peter is uh, writing about living for God and he lists various uh, wayward and selfish behaviors and encourages readers uh, to to live a life of pursuing intimacy with Jesus. And in amongst this, he writes those words of offering hospitality, of loving deeply. And uh, I just wanna just pick up on that, loving each other deeply. Love has expressed many, many different ways as a church, as us as individuals. Here's just a few things that I just wrote down that kind of came to my head as I was preparing. Love that gave money to support the children in Bethany School in Ethiopia so that they would have hope for today and bright future for tomorrow. Love that sent cards to our children this year while sitting their AQE exams. Love that visited and cleared and cleaned the house of rubbish and uh, cleaned it while someone was ill in hospital. Love that went out into the streets of Carrickfergus and shared the love of Jesus and prayed for folks out in our community. Love that went and made a meal for someone here in our church community that needed it. Love that listened and love that was present. You see, love covers over a multitude of sins. Love that forgives, love that bears with one another. Love that speaks the truth even though listening to it isn't always nice. Love that says, see that behavior? See the way you're getting on right now? I think you need to rethink about that. You see, what we tend to do with our stuff is we try and cover it up. We try to pretend it's just not there and we push it down. But that's not the Jesus way. His kindness leads us to repentance. And Jesus often raises things to the light and brings them up because he loves us. And he presents us with an opportunity to actually allow him to deal with what's going on. And I love that that often happens in and through community. And I love it that we're a church, that we don't try and cover things up we don't come in with the brave face on that says, oh, I'm okay. I love it that we give each other permission to be vulnerable with each other. And we allow people to speak truth into our lives. I love it that we're a church that draws alongside and puts their arm around and say, it's okay not to be okay. Talk to me, what's going on? You see, and very often, when things do arise, we've, we've one of two things that we can do. With it. One is we can just pretend it doesn't exist, pretend it will just go away, or we have an opportunity to allow God to speak into it and, uh, a, a, and do something. And as I've said, that often comes up through relationship actually with one another. As we bear with one another, as we uh, express love, And as we begin to do that, as we allow Jesus to shine his light and his love, it covers over a multitude of sins. Thank you. Why am I thanking you? Because you're so brave to do it and you've courage to do it and not just run away. Speaks here of hospitality. You'll have heard us say this before. Uh, we get the title or the role or whatever uh, as lead pastors. But I'm so glad that we're not the only ones that pastor. You see, we have created a culture within the life of our church that we all care for one another. There's no way we could pastor everyone in the church. It's not biblical, it's not the way it would kill us and we don't have enough time. And we need people to look after us as well because we're human beings. And I love it that in our church, we care for one another. Our role is to provide a level of care and to create a culture of care and encourage the body, as we spoke about last week, to do that. There are people in our church whose spiritual gift of caring or shepherding or pastoring is far better than ours. So just go do that. I love it that we draw alongside and we care for each other. Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. All of you can do this. If you own a house, got some bad news for you, you don't, because it belongs to him, it's his house, and he's called us to share his house with each other, and especially with strangers, he's inviting us and calling us, even if we're mortgage free. Some of you are thinking, that's wishful thinking. I have 20-odd years to go there. It belongs to him, and he's inviting us to do it, to open our home and have people around, which is what we've been talking about for the last eight weeks. Do it without grumbling. Invite someone else. Invite someone who's struggling. Invite someone who's lonely. Invite someone who you don't know. Invite a friend, a neighbour, stranger, whoever it may be. Invite them in and love them and care for them. Now here's the thing, if you don't own a house, you can still be hospitable because you can still invite them out for a coffee. Or better still, you can invite yourself around to someone else's house, that would be really good, wouldn't it? You never know who you might invite. Hebrews 13, one and two says this. Keep on loving one another as brothers and sisters. Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers. For by so doing, some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. If any of you have a story and you think you have done that, I would love to know. Not now, but speak to me afterwards. Like I hear people say, oh, I, I, I think I actually met an angel. I would love to know about that. It's in the book, right? Like I'm looking at faces and some of you are excited by what I've just said and some of you are totally skeptical by what I've just said and I can see it written all over your faces. I could get you to stand. In fact, I just point you out. You're a believer, you're a skeptic. You've got a story. You're like, "Why up?" If it's in the book, it's in the book. But I'd love to know some stories that actually prove what the book says, right? Who is that? <laughs> Own up. <laughs> Finally. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serving others. And possibly in the autumn time, we may drill into this a little bit more. It's looking at spiritual gifts, looking at finding out exactly what you're made for. But meanwhile, if it's prophesying, get in there, be faithful, hear the Lord, share what he has with those around you serving others. If it's giving away financially, go and give it away wherever God tells you to as you serve others. If it's teaching, the gift of teaching, get on and read around your subject. Read the scriptures. Listen to other people teaching and be faithful with the opportunities that God gives you. If you've the gift of healing, get your hands over people that need it. Just go for it. Invite the presence of Jesus, the power of God to come. If it's encouraging, just go and be nice to people. Just do it. Just release it. Just go do it. The church becomes a little bit scattered, but it's our responsibility. Don't wait for us Don't wait for an invitation. Say, oh, would you go do that? Take the initiative yourselves and gather together. Connect with each other. Love each other. Check in with each other. Even use social media if you have to. But go. Keep loving him. Keep loving each other. And keep loving those around us that God has given us.